It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to A to Z Sports here live on a Tuesday. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. And we are always powered by the BetMGM app. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports. And hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you. Like Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com is where to go see them. Make them a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon. Hit them up right there at Wilson County Hyundai. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you fbhp.com slash atoz uh, our new sponsor aura who is all about keeping you safe online so sign up today for two free weeks with aura.com slash atoz aura.com slash atoz and we introduced him yesterday uh krebs kubota an elite kubota dealer located in columbia franklin and in murfreesboro visit them at KrebsKubota.com. that's krebs with a k krebs kubota com. So, Zach, a lot to get to uh, with this show. We talked Will Levis very heavily uh, yesterday as he will continue to be a hot topic of conversation throughout the entire uh, rest of the Titans offseason. Uh, but we did not talk about the five other picks the Titans made in their 2023 draft class. Yesterday, we did spend a lot of time Friday morning talking about Peter Skronsky, the first round pick, and then running back Tajay Spear out of Tulane. In the third round, uh, Josh Wiley tied in from Cincinnati in the fifth because no fourth-round pick from the Julio Jones trade. Another offensive lineman, Jalen Duncan, out of Maryland, who played four years of tackle uh, at Maryland. And then local product, uh, 615 Wilson County Central's uh, own Colton Dowell, wide receiver, out of UT Martin. Now, I know we're going to have a, a big conversation tomorrow, Zach, on a Wednesday about the wide receiver position as a whole. But that is the entire draft class. And I think it's interesting because we know no wide receiver until the seventh round. Uh, you know, they went quarterback in the second. They went offensive line in the first, added a running back in the third, uh, where Derrick Henry is still the, the primo uh, lead uh, player on this offense. But they went a lot of positions uh, that maybe they didn't need in 2023. But when you look at the Titans draft class grades, Overall, it is surprising, but before we get to those, let's hear from uh, Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel about the class overall from a press conference over the weekend. Um, exciting end to the day, um, you know, getting the players that we got. I'm excited about adding, you know, some more players to our uh, organization that can help us uh, compete and win some football games. Um, that's really all I have to say, Coach. Cool day, fun day. Um, Again, continue to enjoy the process. Um, everybody, you know, just working together to try to figure out where we are 
uh, in this particular point of, of player acquisition. And it, I think at every level, you know, there were there was input from from different people, scouting department, coaches, uh, and then ultimately Rand and I, you know, making decisions that that we felt like helped the football team. And I helping the football team collaborating for six picks in this class. Zach, your your uh, initial thoughts overall. Well, you know, you look at the class and and what did they do? The I think the one good thing is is they addressed the worst side of the ball, which is the offense. They didn't draft a defensive player. Mike Vrabel is a defensive minded head coach, but I think he's sick and tired of watching his offense sputter. Right. And I feel like that's what we've seen over the last several years. There's been flashes. Don't get me wrong. I mean, when Arthur Smith was the coordinator way back when, and you had, you know, AJ Brown, and I would even say Corey Davis at that time, and a 2,000 yard rusher uh, in Derrick Henry, the offense looked really, really good. That was something that you could be proud of. But since that time, it's been tough. It's been a struggle. And it's been on one particular side of the football. The defense, I think, has played adequate, and they've mm-hmm. had some injuries, right? I mean, sure. at, at the corner position, that's kind of been a revolving door inside linebacker with Zach Cunningham going out last year. You had J.M. Brown's injury years ago. So, like, they've been able to, uh, I, I feel like, overcome on defense, but they have not been able to keep up on offense. So, what did they do? Now, you could question some of the picks, and I think that, the chat and you and I will question some of the picks and that's only in the nature, but you have to give them at least initial credit from a 30,000 foot view. They drafted all offensive players because they needed offensive players. Yeah. I I saw, uh, I think it was an Instagram post of somebody just listing the Titans starting 11 on defense. And I was like, that's pretty good. (laughs) You know, I was like, it's a pretty good defense, good front, a good pass rush. Uh, some, some, you know, they have some holes at inside linebacker where guys have to step up, but overall, like the secondary, like, again, if they stay healthy, the secondary looks like it has a complete unit there, but yeah, the offense was in shambles with a bunch of, and you look at the draft class with free agency class of all what they put in to the offensive line into the offense in general, like, yeah, they're going to have to step up and you're gonna have to put together an offense around Tannehill and Derrick Henry and hope that Traylon Burks is who we think he can be. Well, and I'll say this, a little bit more pressure is added to Caleb Farley. Uh, I think because of what happened, well, I mean. I'll, I'll I'll say this, Zach. Uh, the graphic that I saw listing the Titans starting 11 defense uh, did not include Caleb Farley. And it actually what, had what gra- like. Who was that? I don't remember who it was, but but that's why I discredited. Well, it was, (laughs) but no, it was. Uh, you know, the corn, the secondary was Bayard Hooker, right at safety, and then it was Fulton at one corner, Sean Murphy Bunting at the other corner, and then in the slot, it had Molden slash McCreary. So that's your top six DBs. Right now, Caleb Farley's not that. Injuries occur, right? I mean, guys go out, so depth at that position and. Not to get off track, but I think yeah. for for what the defense is, I think it 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 stands pat. Guys are going to have to step up because they didn't draft a single guy on the defensive side of the football. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, they had to concentrate on offense. They had to improve the offensive line. They did that in free agency. They did it with the first round pick and Skaronsky, and then they kind of I think. I think there's some questionable picks after that, right? Is what are you doing? Why are you doing it? And 
the you know the quote of the weekend is the playing the board rolling the dice yeah i would love to really know that philosophy from Rand carthon of how did he actually play the board and roll the dice when he did you know he, they moved up for will levis which that meant that they couldn't move up in certain spots when all mm -hmm. those wide receivers are going yeah. and you know yours lost opportunity that is the draft. I'm not going to sit here and criticize because you don't know what you have the ability to do until you are actually on the clock. They got offensive players. I think that was the first thing that I look at when I look at the overall draft class. Yeah, for sure. I had a rule that I mentioned in the show. Uh, I think leading up to it where Zach, you were out, it was me and Sam. I was like, you know, there are three positions in my mind that you have to draft every year. Wide receiver, offensive line, and corner. The Titans didn't draft a corner, which is kind of breaking my rule. But I also look at, you know, six picks is all you got and you need help on offense. And they did that. So let's do this. Let's ask everybody in the chat. How do you grade the Titans 2023 NFL draft? How do you grade the entire Titans 2023 NFL draft? You know, trades go into consideration on this. Uh, what Rand Carthon did in this, all of it. How do you grade the Titans 2023 NFL draft letter grades. You can use plus and minuses. You can go a plus through F if you want to, uh, but we'll get to all of your comments here shortly. But first our new sponsor on the show this month, that's Krebs Kubota. Krebs Kubota is a middle Tennessee's preferred equipment dealer with convenient locations in Columbia, Franklin and in Murfreesboro. Krebs is an elite Kubota dealer and has served the community in middle Tennessee for now over 18 years. Krebs Kubota sells services and supplies parts for the best equipment in the industry and has a large selection of inventory in stock at all three of their locations right now. So Krebs Kubota believes in customer service satisfaction rooted in outstanding parts and service department. It is their goal to have the best parts and service in the industry, which stands behind their best equipment in the industry. So stop into any of those three dealerships, again, Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro, and check them out at KrebsKubota.com. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today, right here, right now, or after the show at least. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. They're the king of sports books. And here's the best part for new users get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's for new users. That's BetMGM. All right, Zach. So here's the draft class. Once again, there are six picks, all six on offense, asking everybody on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, how do you grade the Titans 2023? NFL draft I'll send you to the chat uh yeah a, a ton of grades and I think they're they're ranging right I don't think we have any f's at least quickly rolling over them <laughs> but uh let's start with Mark Anthony says a uh Andre says c uh here's Troy Troy's going f minus which so mm -hmm. Troy anti this draft class Stephen goes b minus Kenneth goes c Stephen King says a plus Rashad says c minus Orlando goes b minus Captain goes A, Cody D minus. Uh, Austin Stanley's burner account is B yeah. plus. Uh, uh, Titans Kyle is C plus. Timothy is B. Titan up is C. Daniel Perez is B. Solid A from Steven. C minus from Mark Smith. Mr. Jones didn't like it at F. B minus from Jonathan. John says C. Grim Jim says B plus. Matt goes A. Chris goes B plus. All right, Din D. Nick goes C. We've got a B minus from Jared. Billy goes B plus. So really, I mean, a wide ranging. Andre goes C. Incomplete from Marcus. Uh, there, there's a B from Rashid. 
Demario goes B. B needed a wide receiver from Steven. C minus from Ed. So tons of grades, and that was just kind of scratching the surface. Uh, all right, Dan says D is in dumb. Lost a third rounder and could have had a better quarterback. So that stemmed from the Will Levis pick. It sounds yeah. like. Yeah, and I think Mr. Jones, who was a low grade, I think is because he obviously wanted Hendon Hooker over Will Levis. I think a lot of these grades have a you know are influenced by what you think of Will Levis, right? Guys, when did Hendon Hooker get drafted? Uh, it was mid-third round. I forget. It was in the late 60s. 68, maybe, to the Lions, which, by the way, is perfect for Hendon Hooker. <laughs> if you want to, oh, Yeah, it works for Hendon Hooker, but it doesn't yeah. work for the Tennessee Titans. You're doing the same thing that they did a year ago with Malik Willis by drafting well, uh, a third-round quarterback. Now, is Hendon Hooker better than Malik Willis? I, presumably yes. so. Yes. I, we'll, we'll find out, but presumably yes. so. And what I... The Titans drafted a basically semi-first-round pick, right? As we talked about yesterday, they tried to get up into the first round to take Will Levis. Their actions of the, the try part of it, they tried to do that, but they didn't find a, a trade partner to be able to do that, so they had the next best thing, and they drafted him at the top of the, the second round at 33rd overall, the second pick of the, the second round. And... Uh, that I think is a it's a different type of quarterback. Will Levis expectations are much different than Hendon Hooker. I don't think Hendon Hooker and I, I was kind of out on Hendon Hooker drafted by the Titans even before or during the draft. I didn't think that was the right quarterback for them. Will Levis is different. So I Tennessee fans can get upset. That's fine because it's Kentucky and all that stuff. But Will Levis, I look at him and will look at him as a pseudo first round pick. I will. I mean, I get, I get, I get that. Uh, was Kevin Dodd a pseudo first round pick in your mind? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that too. Um, it, it, for sure. And so, yeah, it, it is interesting. I think and Kevin Dodd was a bust, but he was a pseudo first round pick because of the trade. And when he was selected, yeah, both. Well, he, the, well, he was the actual he, pick, he, but he, he was, was the actual Titans pick. 33rd overall pick, the first pick of the second day uh, back in what? Uh, you get the pick of the litter. And honestly, the Titans had the pick of the litter because they traded up and the Steelers were the first pick. And they picked Joey Porter Jr. Mm. And the Titans weren't going to draft a Joey Porter Jr. No, and I think that's the, the interesting thing is I think why, you know, quarterback position is uh, is kind of a weird thing, right? Because you if you can, if you, if you think they're worth a first round pick, you take them because the fifth year option is a very important, uh, but you know, in the second round, there's an opportunity to get a quarterback that dropped out, or you spend that pick on a very valuable player in the second round. And then I, I think we see a lot of quarterbacks fall to the third, if they don't go in the first, because teams don't want to draft or spend a second round pick on a player who may be not ready to play now. Uh, and the second round pick has that value. So Zach, I, I'm going to grade, uh, with my opinion on what I think the Titans did overall. I said yesterday, I, I am out on Will Levis. We asked in or out on the Titans drafting Will Levis. I'm on the outside of that, and I'm going to be consistent with it. But this, this draft class for me is a B. <clears throat> I give it a B because I like that all six were used. I think they needed all six. Um I'm glad that when they traded up for Will Levis, they did not sacrifice their third round pick. They moved back, but they didn't give it up completely. I thought they needed all six or more. 
Um, I, I like that it was all offense, like you said. I like that they got multiple offensive linemen to help them out with depth because they desperately need that. They didn't get enough playmakers. They didn't draft the wide receiver high enough, in my opinion. We'll talk about the wide receiver position at length tomorrow. I, I am interested to see what Colton Dowell can do because of his athleticism and how he tested uh, over the pre-draft process. But, you know, a UT Martin player or any le- player at that level is going to have some doubts. But a B for me is where I'm at because it has a high ceiling because I think Peter Skaronsky is a 10-year player for this organization. That's great. That's big time. What is Will Levis? He is the pendulum swinging in the middle of this draft. If Will Levis sucks, then you gave up a high second round pick and a future third round pick to get a quarterback that didn't work out. If he works, then Rand Carthon's brilliant and is signing a contract extension in a couple of years with the Titans. So that's where I'm at with a B right now. So I I have a two-part grade. Okay. Uh, I think my grade for the draft class and what they did and Will Levis and what you said is a B plus, but that's not my final grade. Oh, because I have got to take some marks off. I'm going the other direction. I'm not giving mark marks on, but I think this is a B plus class. Okay. You talked about Skaronsky and what he brings. That was a much needed piece. Mike Vrabel was sick and tired of watching his quarterbacks getting drilled. Right. So you got to go find protection. They did that in free agency. They did that with their first round pick. Will Levis is the pendulum. I agree with that assessment. And I, I honestly, I like, I, I let's say, I, I don't dislike Tajay Spears as a pick. Like, I, and I tweeted this out. I watched every second of this game. And I watched Tulane, I think twice before this. You bet go on Tulane the, a lot, didn't you? Go watch the Cotton Bowl. Go watch the Cotton Bowl, okay? And I want everybody in the chat today to go on YouTube and you can watch Cotton Bowl highlights. Go watch the whole damn game. But Tajay Spears was that dude. Tulane would not have even been close to beating USC and Caleb Williams in the Cotton Bowl for not Tajay Spears. It was a miraculous performance a derrick henry takeover said performance go watch it so yeah i i liked spears that okay. also raised my grade I, and that got them to that i you look at the draft class i like i like the tight end i i thought you, you know you're either going to go wide receiver which i'll touch on here in a second or at least go get a tight end that can complement what we've already seen from chig Chig is a playmaker if he has opportunity. It's now Tim Kelly's responsibility to give him said opportunity. So overall, and then, you know, offensive lineman, and then the, the wide receiver at the end is a, is a throwaway pick. So I, I'm not there. I'm not going to give credit until the seventh round wide receiver, Colton Dow, actually does a damn thing. Sure. So uh, I, yeah. so don't, don't, right. I think that was a pity pick to a degree. I, I, well, I mean, if you look at his, pick. we'll talk about it tomorrow more. If you look at his, his athletic scores, he scored very high in the, in the wide receiver athletic percentile range. Right. So, all right. So Zach, you say it's a B plus class, but you have some negative marks on it. I want to hear those negative marks 
Uh, but first, tell us about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan in 2022. I carried that over into 2023. If you live in the state of Tennessee, visit Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee and change your plan, health, dental, and vision. You take a quick health assessment, they give you a quote, and you realize, wow, what all that quote means and represents, it's a lower cost. I saved 20%, plus I got better coverage. If you're in Tennessee, you can have this opportunity. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee at fbhp.com slash A to Z. BetMGM, you can win with BetMGM and have some uh, have some insurance with that because with their MLB one-game parlay insurance, you can make a MLB one-game parlay with four legs or more. And if you opt in the MLB one-game parlay insurance feature, you get up to $25 back in bonus bets if that one-game parlay falls just one leg short. So that's a great opportunity to take advantage of that and play every day with Major League Baseball's one-game parlay insurance. Uh, four legs or more, if it misses by one leg, up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, other requirements. Awards issued, knowledge, double bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. So I gave the uh, draft class a B. Zach, you said B plus, uh, but you've got some negative marks against it. Some red, you're slashing through the test uh, as you're grading the paper. I went from a B plus and my final grade is a B minus. Oh. And my final grade is representative of two mistakes I believe that the Titans made and Rand Carthon honestly made in his first year as Titans general manager. Let's start with number one. Leaks. I think that the Titans killed themselves at the top of the draft. I think that whatever was reported about them trading with the Arizona Cardinals, which, look, we found out some information. A to Z Sports is a part of this, mm -hmm. but I'm grading Rand Carthon. It's not our fault that we got some information and confirmed reports weeks prior, and then it came out even more about C.J. Stroud. I believe in my heart the Houston Texans were not going to draft C.J. Stroud. I believe that they drafted C.J. Stroud to block the Tennessee Titans from going up and getting their quarterback. I think the leaks from weeks prior and especially 24 hours right around the draft influenced the Texans doing what they did. I think they loved Will Anderson Jr., I think there was no doubt about that. That was the player that they wanted to take. That's what Adam Schefter and all of the national components were, were hearing about. And we heard that, but I believe that the Titans played themselves with the leaks and not keeping a lock on what goes on within the Titans franchise to have a division rival draft C.J. Stroud and make some moves the Texans were playing with house money this year and they decided to play a little bit more freely with their house money. I believe because of the surrounding pieces. I find it hard to believe that the Texans would draft a quarterback second overall just to protect. Not just, I didn't say just, it did not. It was influential. And Ed Warder even reported that, and he was covering the Texans. 
I mean, it's true. I, I go just look, if, go look if, at Ed Warder. No, I, I, I'm not doubting or denying Ed Warder, but I just think that's really stupid from the Texans. If the Texans are really thinking that way, then uh, again, no, I, I think that they liked C.J. Stroud. I, I'm I'm not sitting here saying that they just did it. Hey, we're going to take this quarterback just because. But I definitely think it had influence because those are massive, impactful moves. Because the Titans, what did the Titans get? The Titans got the fourth pick of the litter, right? And they had to give up something to give it, to get it, right? Yeah, I mean, I again, they were going to give up a lot more to go get him at three. And, but and, that was yeah. their guy. But I, I, I guess my thought is like, if the Texans liked CJ Stroud, but they didn't like absolutely love him, then... I don't know, man. I just don't think that you do a quarterback like that. I, that's not the way you draft a quarterback. That's why I feel what, what do you mean? How I feel about you have opportunity. And you know what? It all worked out for the Texans. The Texans justified it getting basically the faces of their franchise on both sides of the ball. And they're willing to move forward doing it. And so the Texans you think, had multiple picks too, so right? They've been cashing picks. They've been in like the worst type of purgatory for the last three years because of Deshaun Watson. And now they knew this year at second overall was their coming out party. And they justified it, I think, even more because of why did those reports get out though, Austin? That's what I was, I was that, about did, to ask. Do you think that hurt or helped the Tennessee Titans? One of the two, you got to pick one. Well, did it I mean, hurt I don't think or it, did again, it help I, the Tennessee Titans. I don't think it mattered because I think the Texans had the control regardless. Like, if like the Texans were gonna know at some they didn't point, have to trade back up for the third overall pick. They didn't have right, but they didn't. That's have the to, point. There was no point for the t- again. Like, I, I don't see how that like the whole and we talked about this some. I think Friday, um, but as Buck talked about it some too like buck was saying he thought rank carthon kind of got outmaneuvered no like the titans had a move to go up to three for one player the texans did not allow that player to be available at three so the titans had no more reason to go up so but the texans Austin, every every report prior to the draft was saying adam evan adam f and schefter was saying this and we played it on this show austin yeah. that the texans loved will anderson jr that was the reason why they were not all in on taking a quarterback at number two. I believe that the leak influenced, it was not the complete reason, but influenced the Texans doing what the Texans did. And I think that that is a slight on the Titans. And I think it's a, it, honestly, I think it's a little bit of a rookie mistake on that information getting out, whether it was the Cardinals, whether it was the Titans, it doesn't matter, but it influenced the draft in a big way. Also, we'd never seen two a, a team draft back to back at two and three ever in the history of the league. Yeah. And if yeah. the Cardinals if the, the ever Cardinals. the history of the National Football League that had never happened. That's my point. Again, I I just don't think that. The Texans operated that way. I, I look. I think the Titans were. You don't think that had any influence? You cannot be serious. You cannot say that that didn't have any influence. Red Warder literally. Go look at his timeline. He's he covered the Texans the entire draft. I gotta pull this up. I I have to pull this up because 
this uh, this is telling, and this is why my grade goes down. Okay. Oh, here we here we go. Uh, Nick Casario had to take C.J. Stroud at two to set up the trade for Will Anderson at three. Taking Stroud eliminated the division rival Texans as competition to trade to three with Arizona because Tennessee wanted Stroud at that spot. Casario right. executed the strategy well. Right there. It, it, Boom. Easy, Go look but, at the timeline. But, but the Texans had had the control. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, yes. if, if the Texans wanted C.J. Stroud, then you know that they you didn't box have out. to trade back up for the number three overall pick. That's the point. What? That's the point. I I I, I just you don't, don't get the point. No, you I, understand I, it. No, like what, every why are you like, teams trade up for quarterbacks. We know that, right? So if you want a quarterback and you have the second pick, then you draft the quarterback first and then trade up to go get the next player. You box everybody out for the quarterback. It's not that big of a deal. Awesome. Like, I think it's a, common team, sense. a team in the history of the NFL has never selected back-to-back players at two and three that high in the draft. It is a draft history type move. That's fine. That I believe was influenced by the Titans leaking out information, whether it was leaked by them or somebody else. But that I believe is a slight and that, <laughs> that goes my grade. That makes my grade down. I just think they wanted Will Anderson and they wanted CJ Stroud because they have to have a quarterback. So it's you can easy. believe you that, but that's not what's being okay, reported. That's fine. I just think it's common sense. I don't it's think not, the leaks. It's, common Smith, it. uh, common sense. Ed Warder covered the damn team. I, I understand that. Like I, I, it makes read, sense though. What I'm asking okay. you is read Ed Warder. He was in Houston the entire weekend. He's telling you something. I, I know that. I, listen, I, I get what you're saying. Then listen. That's what uh, I would say. Okay. Like so, my second, my second part okay. that goes from a B plus to a B. My second part is the trade for Will Levis, which we'll find out is justified. Screwed the Tennessee Titans of getting a wide receiver. This was a this was a great second tier wide receiver draft class. Mm -hmm. It was not a great first round draft class as we saw, right? I mean, we were sitting here talking about in Jigba going in the top 10 or 12 or 11, whatever. And he dropped to 20. Then Zay flowers went. And then we saw Quentin Johnson go, but that second tier. And what I believe really, I, I mean, it, it hurt the Titans when they went from 72 to 81 Killed them. It killed every hope of what they actually needed. Yeah. And they needed a secondary wide receiver to complement Traylon Burks. And now they're going to ride with Kyle Phillips and NWI and nobody else. Now, look, the season's not over. And the offseason's not over. And Keenan Allen may get cut. DeAndre Hopkins probably going to get traded. So I'm not okay. saying that, that it's... It's dead and gone, but I believe that 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 knocked me back down to a, a B plus, sure, because it, it, it killed their wide receiver chances, and that's what they needed. All right, yeah, and I agree because if you look at it, the Titans were at seventy two, and then they went back to eighty one, and at seventy three, Jalen Hyatt went to the Giants, and then at seventy four, Cedric Tillman went to the Browns, and then there was another one at wide receiver. So look, they still could have taken wide receiver eighty one. If they felt like it, there were people there that you all the good ones were gone. They, I mean, but they, but you all they, the if, good ones were gone. But they could have drafted like Tyler Scott in the third round at eighty one, and you'd be like, okay, 
Yeah, and nobody would have nobody would have had a problem. Uh, they weren't they weren't playing the board. That's not what their yeah, board. Yeah, they said. weren't rolling the dice. Uh, but anyway, all right. So Zach, we the interesting thing I, th- I think about this draft is because we you're a B minus, I am at a flat B. I think a lot of Titans fans are in that C range, B minus range, B. There's a few obviously that that we saw that were up closer to the A range, and we definitely had some F's. I think the interesting the most interesting part about this draft, in my opinion is how it's viewed nationally and the difference between how it's viewed locally. So I'm going to get to that here in a second because that really uh, did surprise me. So we'll get to the the national grades and the national reviews from the Titans draft that surprised me. That's for sure. But first, let me tell you guys about our great sponsor, Aura, who is all about keeping you safe online. When I signed up with the Aura app two weeks ago, they found 30 data brokers that had my information, and now they've removed my info from 29 of those 30 data brokers because those data brokers profit by selling your info to robocallers, telemarketers, spammers, and anyone else that wants to get a hold of you, uh, including the junk mail and the telemarketing list and anything you get in your mailbox that you don't want, didn't ask for. Our sponsor, Aura, will identify those data brokers who ex- are exposing you and automatically submit you out of those. Aura has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need in one app VPN, password manager, real-time credit and identity theft monitoring, parental controls, and more. Let Aura do the hard work of keeping you safe online. Sign up with our link today. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. I'm posting the link right there in the chat. And you get two free weeks with Aura services to get rid of those data brokers who are bothering you. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Bet MGM, they power us. They can power you. You can win some money. I lost some money last night on both NBA games because the damn Sixers and the Nuggets. I won money on the Nuggets game one, but I thought the Suns were going to come back. So Bet MGM, you can get back on the saddle here. Uh, Lake Cho, we got the Lakers and the Warriors. It's got ball night tonight. Uh, stay up late tonight. This is going to be a good one. ATOZ Sports, download the Bet MGM app today. All right, Zach. So, you know, I, I think locally, uh, Titans media, Titans fans are significantly lower on this draft class than what the national narrative is. So we put this together Four of, I think the biggest, uh, you know, outlets, the NFL for the draft, Mel Kuyper gave the Titans a B plus pro football focus in a 33 dot 33 team, uh, a minus NFL.com with an a minus that's, that's very different with those A's than what we're talking about here. And that surprised me because I thought everybody knew that the Titans were desperate at the receiver position. I thought they, I thought that was pretty common knowledge across the NFL. And the fact that they didn't take one until the 228th overall pick uh, in the seventh round was mind blowing for everybody who follows and covers this team. But here's where I think the national people are looking. They look at these players and they really like these players. They like the value too. Peter and Skronsky, where they were drafted. And where that, they were. That's exactly. the key. Peter Skronsky, Skronsky could have been a top 10 pick. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, Peter Skronsky at 11, Will Levis at 33, Tajay Spears, as you talked about earlier in this draft or in this show. Uh, falling to 81 because of some medical situations, but what he did uh, in that cotton bowl for Tulane, just dominating USC. That's interesting. And then a versatile tight end that was on 
Uh, I think Bruce Feldman is the one who puts out the freak list of like just the athletic freaks. And Josh Wiley is on the freak list because he's six foot six, 240 pounds and runs under a four seven and can jump real high too. Uh, And so you, and then you've got another offensive lineman who's big athletic, uh, who is a young football player as in hasn't played a lot of football. And then you have uh, Colton Dowell, who is a seventh round receiver who ran a four, four jumped 41 on the vert and is six foot two, 210 pounds. So you see all of that and they like the players, but they're just ignoring, they're grading the players more than they are grading the Titan situation. I think we are grading the Titan situation with um, the players, with the players. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. And look, uh, Wiley, if he can turn out to be Mike Gesicki, I, <laughs> I think that's like the, the dream. I mean, right? the dream is that Josh Wiley out of Cincinnati, Cincinnati. turns into another tight end that, that he's not going to be Travis. Kelsey. <laughs> that, now that is what we call a pipe dream. There's right. a difference. There's yeah, a difference sure. between a dream and a pipe dream. Yeah. So no, I, no, that, my expectations, Travis Kelsey's not even no, close no, 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 no. But, but still, but Josh Wiley fits, you know, George Kittle was a fifth round tight end, right? And so there are tight ends, you know, uh, Jig was a late round pick, fourth round tight end and is doing pretty well. Well, and look, Mr. Wrong says, I think Mr. Wrong is right here. You know, why we think at least, why the Titans hired one of the reasons why Titans hired Rand Carthon to be their general manager was because he is a talent evaluator, right? He has gotten, you know, his job when he was with the 49ers was those lower round picks. Now he's done a lot of different things, but he got a ton of value in those lower late round picks for the 49ers who ended up playing quite a bit, like, and quite a bit well. Yeah. I mean, Elijah Mitchell, uh, a late round pick, you know, they've got other uh, guys, you know, that was the example that uh, Rand brought up a lot uh, during his com- conversations. I want to read some, uh, yeah. some lunchbox money. John says if Rabel was truly sick and tired of watching a mediocre offense, they would not have drafted a running back with health problems in the third round. We'll address that here in a second, but John health problems are true. I, I'm, you cannot deny that from Tajay Spears. Uh, Ryan Field says Austin is going to uh, be just as wrong, if not worse, about Levis than his all-time worst take, saying Henry wouldn't be a Pro Bowl player. Okay, the, real quick. That was an all-time well, worst take. but uh, Yeah, but I can't get worse than that. Like, I, like me saying that I didn't think Derrick Henry was going to be... No, I, pro- I don't think you can get I can't worse. get worse than that, Zach. I said a Hall of Famer will not be a Pro Bowler. <laughs> like, to, his, like, to his face. I... Well, I, yeah, but I didn't initially say it to it. I, I, I came clean to his face, which was probably not the smartest move because he didn't think it was funny. Not at uh, all. But, uh, I, I mean, I was right, though, for two and a half years. And then Derrick Henry, who also But you were himself, wrong. You right. can't be right for two and a half years. You were dead-ass wrong. No, Derrick Henry called himself soft. You were dead-ass wrong. Derrick Henry dead called himself Dead-ass wrong. Say it and with it, me. Dead-ass wrong. Just admit yeah. it and move Look. on. Look, don't and, try to look, don't try to scrape up the scraps. You were dead ass wrong. Hey, for, okay. for every for every wrong Derrick Henry opinion I have, I have one like Kevin Byard where I called that one. And that's uh, fine, right? Blue, right. But we're we're at the worst, right? We're sure. just talking about that. It's okay. 
So Zach, I agree every, with for you. For every wrong Taylor Lewan's thing you've said, you've got A.J. Brown, right? So we've all got it, right? We talk, we well, talk for a living. We say a lot of Closer to being right than you were close to being right with Derrick Henry. But I, he did make the Pro Bowls. He did fall. He did eventually do what I thought he was going to do. It just, he got some good years in. Ryan says I was never right. I was right when Derrick Henry lost a, a snaps in a game to David Fuellen. I was well, I was right at that point. And then Derrick Henry. He's a Hall of Fame player and you said he was going to be trash. So I didn't say I didn't say it was gonna be trash. Yeah, yeah. You said it was a terrible pick. Quote, this is a terrible pick. I remember it. It was the day after he was drafted. It's a terrible pick. I thought Dead it was a waste. Ass wrong. I you thought it was a waste of a pick because they just got DeMarco Murray. But regardless. And that's so regardless. So let we digress. Uh We've got Big Ten Jeff's burner account says what up A to Z now from Florence, Italy. So right. we're we're taking a excursion around the world with Big Ten Jeff. Um, and John says only uh, piece missing right now is a stud wide receiver. Free agency will be uh, what makes or breaks the team. We uh, have to get Tannehill and Burke some help. So John, that will be tomorrow's show mm-hmm. talking more about wide receivers. And Ryan Fields follows up your dead ass wrong thing with probably something that will be brought up tomorrow, uh, which is Corey Davis, which been dead-ass right on that, that bust of a player who they may, the Jets being they, paid $9 million to and now may be wanting to get rid of them. We'll find out what that is. And Kick It to the King Production says, I wouldn't have an issue with Spears in the third round, but pairing him and his injury history with the horrible streak and conditioning staff is a bad combo. All right, so uh, hmm. I've got a thought on the Tajay Spears. I'm trying to decide if I want to use it now or if I want to hang on to it. No, no, you can hang on to it. Um, I've already kind of said my piece on Tajay Spears. we got plenty of time to talk about this draft class. you got rookie minicamp on the horizon. I, I was not one. I was shocked. I will say that. I was shocked when how poorly rap sheet spoke about Tajay Spears right after he was drafted. Now, he was telling some facts, but it's never good to hear a player, ah, we don't know if he can have a second contract after they draft him in the third round. But looking at what Tajay Spears did at Tulane uh, his previous year, I was very impressed. Here's the other thing to note about this draft class. I almost forgot about this. Look at the age of this draft class and how the Titans targeted these players. They got guys that I felt can help the Titans sooner rather than later, right? Will Levis is a project. We know that, but all the other guys I feel like are ready to contribute. I think Jalen Duncan's not um, outside of that. Yes. if they are going to contribute, yeah, I think they're ready to contribute. Okay, that's fair. Uh, real quick, uh, A to Z Sports with the Ty J Spears situation. Uh, I, we are reaching out to the Bone and Joint Institute trying to set up a doc talk situation because Ian Zach, you mentioned Ian Rapport on the broadcast of the draft said that he has no ACL and a full thinning of cartilage in his knee and now has arthritis. So we're going to set that up with a bone and joint Institute to talk to one of their experts, one of their specialists that understands what that means and how Tajay Spears as a running back can do what he did in the cotton bowl uh, with 
know, with no ACL and all that that goes on. So what all does that mean? The Bone and Joint Institute will help us out with that. So check them out right there in Franklin whenever you get an injury in life that's an inconvenience to you at boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. We're powered by BetMGM. Download the app. As we know, we, they power us in the morning. They can power you. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. Get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. All right. Uh, we're going to get to some trivia here in a second, but Jake says, unfortunately, the Titans are in such bad shape with picks in 2024 that trading for a receiver will be really difficult. Uh, only if able to trade a couple of guys for picks next season. I think they're looking at signing someone who gets cut post June 1. And, and, you know, again, wide receiver conversation heavy on Wednesday. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, right now they they don't have a fifth round pick next year. They don't have a third round pick next year. And so there's, there's situations that they're going to have to deal with and they're going to have to see who can become available. And I thought, um, you know, I thought Rank Carthon had some interesting and head scratching com- uh, comments yesterday about wide receivers. And we'll talk about that later. And tomorrow is our wide receiver day. So after they drafted, uh, Jake Evans, who's our, our social media manager, we were in Kansas City uh, for A to Z at the draft. And after all this had happened, Jake and I are talking. And we actually took a little deep dive into, so what happened, happened, right? Like, you can like it or hate it. I thought, as I said earlier, that the the pick with uh, or the trade with Arizona killed them because of all of those wide receivers going off the board, right? But... I think I figured out why the Titans did what they did. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. You got to look in the future mm-hmm. of why they did what they did. I still think they have to do something, but, and they have time to do that, but I, they still, we, we have to be critical of their decision-making of not taking a wide receiver until the seventh mother effing round. Yeah. That I makes, mean, like he, what, why? Like now I'm getting heated. So we probably need to stay just, we'll, tomorrow <laughs> i mean yeah i don't want to go deep into that and roy says it's because they're a running football team and they drafted a running back that doesn't have an acl and has arthritis you know sounds great i mean there's a lot of goofy things you can point at and poke the titans and make fun of them for of like what are you doing it's 2023 stop doing that stop acting like it's 1993 it is it is ridiculous uh but all right zach you have a game for us to play for Tuesday's sports trivia. Uh, I think I know what it is, but it's basically you versus me in the chat, right? You have the answers. Me and the chat are on the same team. So it's a yes, little bit different. Than so it will trivia. be, it will be timed and I'll, I'll explain. Okay. All right. So you will explain to us uh, what all will go on with our Tuesday sports trivia. But first tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. The all new Palisade 2023 Palisade is sleek. It's not your mama's minivan. It is the brand new carpool ride. That's what you need. You need that Palisade full size SUV, third row seating, all the bells and whistles. You and your family will love it. You've got to go check it out and test drive it at Wilson County Hyundai.com. That includes the Sonata, the Tucson, the Santa Fe. They've got a fleet of vehicles. You just It's right around the corner. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. So look at their inventory online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday with BetMGM. Use our bonus code ATOZ Sports. And if you miss out on your first bet, no worries because you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when you sign up using our bonus code A-T-O-Z Sports. It is time for Sports Trivia. 
All right, Zach, what we got for uh, sports trivia today here on the show? Um, you said you got a, a different little game for us to play. So uh, bring it. I'm ready. All right. So uh, I'm going to ask you, you will speak for the chat because, I mean, we, we have, you can actually speak and talk, yes. but we also yes. have a chat. There are 10 players on this list. Okay. okay? How much time do you think you need, you in the chat need, to guess these 10 players? There are some easy ones, and there are some hard ones. I mean, I I don't know. Like, maybe like three minutes? Three minutes. Okay. I'm I'm okay with that. I was going to give you two, but I think three okay. is justified. Each of these are worth a half a point. There are 10 of them. Mm -hmm. So we, you can get five oh, points. You're going to make our math miserable. I am. I am. But if you get all 10, you don't have to worry about that. All right. So, so we have three. Yeah. Or what, we just get even numbers. Let's not end with an odd number. <laughs> Please. What I will do and how this works, we'll play it like we usually play it. Yeah. You got three minutes on the clock. And I will say what the list is. And then I will say what the list is again. And the second time. I will start the clock. All right. And real quick, before we do that, I want to preach to everybody here. Do not Google, please. Like, let's not yeah, Google search. And I will know. I will know. I will know. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, and if you do get caught Googling, you will be put in timeout. And I, I'm not going to say you're going to get banned, but. Just please don't. Like, you don't, don't want me to call it. you. You don't want me to call you out. Okay, I'll just, my, it's a threat. Yeah, it's not, I'm just saying it. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to say it once and then say it again in the, the time clock. And, and there's time 10, clock. right? There are 10. So Will Levis was selected in the second round. This is an argument that I thought you should have made yesterday. You chose to get it, go a different direction. But. Ranking the best second round quarterbacks, there's 10 of them since 1970. Mm. Ranking the best second round quarterbacks since 1970, the clock has officially started. You have three minutes. All right. So, um, right now, I'm going to write these down because I, I see Steven comes out here with uh, Breeze, Derek Carr. Jimmy G. Uh, I also hurts. So now we're at four. Uh, let me hide that comment. Um, Lamar Jackson was not Brett Favre was Brett favor. That whole funny thing. Um, let's see. So now we're at five. I'm looking through the comments to see if we forget or miss anybody on this. Um, hmm. Let's see. Uh, Darrell says Mel Kuyper said. 45 seconds. We're 45 seconds into it or left? Into it. Okay, good. Uh, Darrell says boom, uh, Boomer. So Boomer Esiason. Okay. Uh, Chad Pennington was a first rounder. Andy Dalton was a second rounder. That's a good one from you guys. So now we're at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're at seven. Um, hmm. Second round picks, top. Let's see. 
DeAndre says Neil Lomax. I don't know who that is. Uh, All right, Den says Randall Cunningham. Was Randall Cunningham a second round pick? This is this is where now I don't know who all seven second round picks. Kirk Cousins with a fourth, so that doesn't work. McNair was third overall. Dak was uh, a fourth rounder or third rounder. You're a minute forty remaining in. Tell me so what's remaining. Have, Tell me. What, I don't a, care about you. Got a, a minute fifteen. Okay. Cordell Stewart, Lomax. I mean, we will Lomax. Kaepernick. Ooh, that's a good one. And Cordell Stewart. Oh, we're getting. All right. So we're going to put Cunningham down. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We currently have 10. And those 10 are Breeze, Carr, Jimmy G, Hertz, Favre, Boomer, Andy Dalton, Neil Lomax, Kaepernick, and Randall Cunningham. Was Geno Smith a second rounder or was he was a second rounder? Yeah, 30 seconds. Do we can we go over? Well, once three minutes, you can well, you'll submit your 10. Okay, so we can only submit 10. Geno was second round because yeah, I don't think you would count. All right, 10 seconds. Um, I think that's probably all we're gonna get. All right. So I will say now that the chat has calmed down, uh, this is a list from NFL.com. Gil Brandt. This so, is the hard thing is that like we're going, it, we're trying to judge his opinion. Yes, it is his opinion. And I, I think there is probably some discrepancy, but let's go through the 10 that you've selected. All right. So we feel the best about Drew Brees, <laughs> Brett Favre, uh, Jalen Hurts. Is it updated recently? Jalen Hurts is not on this list. When was it when was it updated? Weirdly, it does not have a date. I think that is something we should have asked beforehand. So um I said Breeze and Favre, right? Yes, you've gotten two out of the ten. I'll say Boomer Assisen. He is also on the list. Derek Carr. He is also on the list. Those are the top four. Here's the. Jimmy G. Jimmy G is not on the list. I'm going to set him aside. Okay. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is on the list. Okay. So we've gotten five. Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham is on the list. We're at six. I don't think if Jalen Hurts is not on the list, then Geno Smith is not on the list. Um, where are we at here? I think there's two guys we haven't mentioned. You've got four picks left, but you only have three guys. So Neil Lomax, is he on the list? Are you submitting him or yes. what? You, yes, Neil Lomax. Neil oh, Lomax yeah. is on the list. Oh, nice. So we have seven, right? Correct. And we've got two more. Well, you've got three more because seven. But, I, but we've only guessed. I don't. I don't have yeah, enough yeah. names. Colin Kaepernick. He is not on the list. So 
You've got one more guess. I said Cunningham, didn't I? You've already said Cunningham. Okay. There's it's between these three players. Ron Jaworski is on the list. So, so that's eight. eight out of ten. Okay. So here's where I think you could probably argue, but I think longevity versus versus short term. So the so you're eight out of ten. That is four points, four Ooh, out of five, okay, which good. is a good a good score. I'm just glad it's not odd numbers, so I don't have to do decimal math for the rest of time. Is you've got Jake Plummer and Cordell Stewart. Now you could argue Jake Plummer and Cordell Stewart versus Jimmy Garoppolo and Jalen Hurts, right? Yeah. I think Jalen Hurts is way too early. I don't think he, that you. But he just. I know, but he lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the two guesses that we missed on were Hertz and Kaepernick? Yes. And, G I, well, and Jimmy G, you put to a side because I added. Uh, yeah, yeah. and I, I gave you that. I gave you that yeah. one because it was early on. Uh -huh. But that, I, the Hertz thing is tough because it's like, it's like Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson doesn't do anything the rest of his career, what are we going to look at? Won an MVP. I know. Just like Jalen Hurts went to the Super Bowl and lost. Yeah, I, I just, I just think it's tough to not have Jalen Hurts counting this, just because he just got a ridiculous contract. Uh, the money doesn't matter. I mean, there's been plenty of people that have been paid a lot of money. Matt Flynn, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, so but, money doesn't doesn't necessarily but, say it. I, I'm saying the longevity. Jalen Hurts has truly only had one good year, right? Great year, like no, Matt Flynn. Great, got a, uh, just like Lamar Jackson, one great year. But Matt Flynn got a contract because he played like eight games over I, the course. I, I know, but uh, but right at that contract, right before he played for Seattle, you'd been like, oh well, you got. Uh, I'm just saying is that Jalen Hurts has had one great year. Lamar Jackson has had one great year. In today's age, I believe Jake Plummer and Cordell Stewart had more than one great year. No, I, I get that. And, and yeah, so we're eight out of ten, which gives us four four out of five points. Yeah. I was impressed. I, I thought I thought you wouldn't gonna, gonna you weren't gonna get Neil Lomax. Yeah, that was the one. And I thought you're gonna say somebody that like Geno Smith that wasn't on there. The Kaepernick thing again, Kaepernick. Was not that good. Well, it's just you don't know. It's like, not, I, but, um, politics aside. I'm not no, but you're trying that. to guess somebody else's opinion, and you don't know when it was written. That's all I have, right? It's, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. lists are all opinions. Sure, unless they're factual. <laughs> and Jake, Jake Plummer, I think was that good. I think Jake Plummer was really good. Let's see, Jake Plummer. I mean, really good. I don't think Jake Plummer most was passing good. yards in Broncos franchise history. Best playoff season passer record. Yeah. He has the most passing yards in Broncos history. Oh, in a game. Never mind. Oh, I was about to say, there's no way. Like Jake Plummer was pretty good. He Which, wasn't really that good. Can't be true. Let's see. 
Knicks yeah, I, I, I retract that statement. Jake Pl- Plummer was not really good. He was Jake good. Plummer was really entertaining. Unfortunately, Jake Plummer was you know barren in the desert of Arizona for the first part of his career. Right. Yeah, he was really fun to watch. He was really entertaining. Yeah, and Anthony, this is, again, I retract the statement of really good. Jake Plummer made some really bad Cardinals teams relevant. Yeah, yeah. And had some good years with the Broncos afterwards. Yeah, they went to, Jake Plummer, I believe, went to an AFC championship game and lost to the Steelers at home in Denver. That sounds right because Ben Roth, like a Ben Roethlisberger Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, yes. that sounds right. Like 2005. That had to have been that because it might have uh, been, it might have, or 2004, AFC 2004 season, 2005 AFC Championship game. Pittsburgh Steelers played wild card divisional. Nope, that's wrong. I think I mean, the Broncos were the one seed, maybe. Yes. The Broncos were the one seed. Who'd they lose to? No, conference championship. That is correct. Yeah. Denver Broncos 34-17. That's what I thought. The Steelers beat the Broncos 34-17. That was Ben's rookie year. I believe that was also the fast Willie Parker year. Here's a good trivia question. Who did the Seahawks beat? in the NFC Championship game that year? Not the Eagles, because he was right after the Eagles. Like Whatever you're going to guess. I'm not going to give you any hints. Who did the Seahawks beat in the NFC Championship game? Don't look at the chat. (laughs) Opposite of the Broncos playing. The chat is is hidden. 2004 season. The chat hasn't gotten it yet. Okay. Chat's guessed some wrong numbers. I can't see the chat anymore, just for the record. 2004 NFC. Eagles no. Vikings? Is that your final answer? No, because you said no. (laughs) Uh, I mean... Wouldn't be the Giants. It wouldn't. You've guessed half the league. It's. I have not. I've guessed two things. I can't see the chat. I've guessed twice. Guess half the league. I guess an eighth of it. (laughs) You only get one guess. Okay, so who is it then? Vikings was probably my best guess. In Seattle, they beat the Carolina Panthers. Oh, Jake got it alone. (laughs) Jake Delone. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. The Panthers were good for that circuit. They were. They were. Uh, that was fun. Fun trivia. So we got four out of five for our, our trivia account, which gets us to 10 out of 15. So we still have some work to do, but we went in the right, in the right direction uh, this week in Tuesday Sports Trivia. So we'll do Sports Trivia again tomorrow. Guys, appreciate you for jumping in here. We're going to have a big-time week as the conversation continues about the Titans draft, reacting to the lack of wide receivers selected in the Titans draft tomorrow on a Wednesday. So wide receiver Wednesday to go along with it. Make sure you give the show that thumbs up. We've got way more people watching right now than have actually hit that like button. So please, please, please give us that like button on Facebook, on YouTube. And we greatly appreciate that. Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime at 8. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning 
on a Wednesday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.